you are listening to Hacking the Pacific. I am Brian. And I am here. And this is episode 14. Thanks for joining. It's October 20th here in the Pacific Northwest. And it's October 21st for me here in Japan. So it's been another week. Well, or, you know, a couple months. That's right. So so we check in, talk about uh, what we've been doing the past couple months and how we're hacking the Pacific. Well, we have been hacking the Pacific, but uh, <clears throat> I guess we, uh, we're too hold busy. On, hold on, <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm spilling water over here. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so go on, go on. Okay. No, nothing important, nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we ended up just... Uh, taking a break because we really didn't have much to report um, and we we're kind of struggling through the whole process of trying to uh, yeah do try to figure out what to do with our check website app web app and and all that stuff and and uh, but we finally realized we needed to just step back and yeah think through everything and uh, and to do mm-hmm. things differently, right? Yeah, and we also thought about uh, changing up the podcast a little bit as well. That's right. So wanted to wanted to make sure that if you're listening to this podcast, that uh, you might find this useful. So yeah, you know, really, we're looking we're looking to help out people who are interested in you know. You know, starting a small business, bootstrapping, really it's going to be more, you know, a software business, right? Right. So, you know, researching products are, you know, really problems that need to be solved. And the process involved from trying to find these things to building a solution to mm-hmm. um, making money off of it um, so that, you know, we can actually, you know pay salaries and stuff so that's right because we are definitely not there <laughs> no yeah we had to we had to have all these uh factors you know working for us you know just yeah i mean we we do we do this as a business but also you know we want to want to build something that's useful and save time for other people and and uh mm-hmm. but you know we can't really do that or keep doing that unless we make a living at it so um, yeah, yeah. Well, that and you know, I work full time for another company, and then I do this in my, you know. I guess it's not really off hours because uh, I'm still working, but hmm. working for uh, us and not somebody else. So that's right. Yeah, um, I want to stop doing that someday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just, yeah. I, I don't know if I've mentioned yeah. this in the podcast, but yeah, I am a freelance and I do some, you know, website stuff, WordPress uh, stuff for other people and some, you know, computers, general consulting stuff for other people. And yeah, it's not, it's not always, a, it's not always a good, I don't know, just... It slows you down. Yeah, slows me down and it's not the most... Uh, most, I say it's a, yeah. I I think I like to do, yeah, some, yeah, something that we we're trying to do, uh, and mm-hmm. 
And then for long run, for sure, you know, I am very much into, you know, just you using tools. You know, I I love the idea of a, of a building <clears throat> and something that's useful and save time for people. Uh, mm -hmm. I just haven't been able to just get into it for a long time until until this came up and 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 uh, yeah, now is the time to really tackle this and make it happen and and have fun have fun and make living at it and and uh yeah that's what we're trying to do and, and hopefully other people you know listening to this podcast will you know find this really helpful and even encouraging in a way you know i'm sure other people yeah, are struggling yeah. too so you know starting a company is well it's a journey mm -hmm. and um you know, for us, you know, I had this idea for Czech website based on, you know, a problem my friend had. Hmm. I'm like, I could build a solution to that. <laughs> and I did. And, you know, we we're really kind of thinking through, you know, you know, agencies, um, you know, they build a lot of websites for companies and not every one of them needs to be you know, track down to the minute of whether, you know, the website's online or not. Mm. Um, but, you know, keeping track of some of these things like domain expiration, SSL certificates, um, you know, I've been at a creative agency and I've had that scramble of like, oh my goodness, the thing's expired. How do we like get it fixed now? Or mm. it's expiring tomorrow. How do we forget this? Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll build a solution for this. But, you know, as time goes on, we built something, you know, what kind of we think the minimum viable product would be. And then, you know, with this customer, uh, kind of, you know, this uh, prototype customer in mind and talking to these actual people, they're like, they're not really seeing the need for this tool hmm. so really we kind of you know we approached the this whole thing from the wrong end hmm. right and um it's like we were acting like um technicians if you've read the e-myth book hmm. um the author talks about Kind of there's three personas in each person. There's the entrepreneur, the manager, and, and the technician. Technician does all the work. Manager manages it, organizes. And entrepreneurs, the, you know, big vision, you know, think in the, uh, the future, come up with the idea, guys. And to really run a successful business, you have to have kind of all three in equal amounts, right? Right. So you have to be spending about a third of your time, you know, thinking about the future being the entrepreneur hmm. and you spend about a third of your time being the manager, you know, that's all the boring stuff that a lot of people like me don't like, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, we need a plan. We need to come up with documentation. We need a, you know, schedule. We need a, you know, plan. And then there's the technician, which a lot of people who start out in the job market and they're like, you know what, I could do this myself, mm. right? Um, a lot of people end up being is they're, you know, that they do the work, right? They build the thing. Yeah. 
they build the they build the idea they build that in the that's kind of what drives them is the actual building process mm. and um too much of that and you get bogged down um in things right right and when you're approaching at it from a you know I build a product I build a thing I build a widget if you approach it from that end there's not a good way of knowing if you are actually solving a problem that somebody is willing to fork hold hard cash over, mm. right, to, to solve. So when you come at it from, you know, a business mindset, you're coming at it like, okay, there's, you know, a business is, exists to, you know, solve problems, right? right. Solve issues, solve you know, may, make some may, make somebody be able to do something faster, cheaper, whatever, right? It's you make money by solving problems, you know, helping other companies save money by spending money, right? Right. So approaching it from that angle is what we should have been doing. It's what, you know, it's like check website. Website should have been the first thing up. With, you know, an email list and a bunch of emails going out to be like, here's our, you know, prototype project. Would you, like, sign up for it? And hmm. wouldn't have wasted a lot of time <laughs> building it. Um, but that's just kind of the, you know, lessons learned, right? Right. It's like we're trying to build a business, you know, between, you know, me here and, Pacific Northwest, you in Japan, and, you know, there's big ocean between us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we need to build a business, not make products. Yeah. You know, well, if we build a business, we'll be making products. But, you know, you get the idea. <laughs> right. So that that's one kind of main thing that we need to be focusing on and, and learning how to do. And try to figure out how we can take stuff we already have like check website uh, make it work make it work for us um, there's already a market for uh, an app that checks websites hmm. right make sure your website's on um, things like pingdom site 24 7 hmm. so there are some things you know there's obviously a market there yeah um, we are not quite ready to do that just because some, uh, you know, approaching the problem space from that end, um, need to have some features that we don't have yet. Hmm. Mainly we need to be able to do checks more often and from more locations. So, um, there's some changes that we'd need to do to kind of move in that direction. Yeah. However, we are mostly, it's live. You could sign up and it'll check your website every 15 minutes. <laughs> Product works. It'll notify you. It's a dashboard, what's going on when things expire. Huh. And then we've got the website, you know, completely translated to Japanese. You can actually sign up for it and pay it in yen. Hmm. And then the actual application itself is translated. Yeah, there's just a 
there's some stuff in between, like the login pages and then the emails that go out that need to be translated still. So mm-hmm. we've got some of that ongoing that, you know, work we need to do, figure out how to do. Yeah. And then um, we've had some, I was talking to a comic shop owner about, you know, managing some, you know, pick lists, uh, subscription things, see if there's any anything in that idea. We've also been talking to some people about, uh, you know, maker spaces and writing some tools, mm. uh, software that helps them run, mm. um, be able to run the, the maker spaces and stuff. So there's, there's some stuff out there. We're still trying to figure it out. Yep. Trying to figure out how do we, how do we sell to these people effectively? How do we, you know, find those problems to solve? Mm. And in the meantime, Hero, we're trying to keep him learning yep. <laughs> how to do more programming. And uh, that, that's been quite, quite, quite the challenge as of the uh, past couple of months, hasn't it, Hero? Yeah. It's uh it's challenging but it's uh it's a process. I you know, I expected that it wasn't gonna be, you know, easy ride or anything like that. But it's mm-hmm. definitely uh Yeah, so it it turned it's it's turning out to be something that might take, you know, a lot longer than I even, you know, imagined and, and more, a lot more mind uh, uh, put into it, and I had to. Uh, it yeah, it's a definitely. Uh, in some ways, it's a definitely. Uh, it's become sort of like a pseudo full time job at this point. You know, just you have to constantly mm-hmm. practice and constantly revisit what I learned, and you know, also not only that, you know, it's not just about memor- memorizing, right? It's about you know just using it to. To actually do something, and you know that's the hardest part. Because you know sometimes I, I find you know sometimes I find myself not even knowing what to do with what I learned, right? So okay, so how does this work in in this particular situation in this this particular scenario? You know how do I utilize this code? You know or you know stuff like that. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a, but I you know, I totally just you know have a faith in that, that, you know, I can learn this and I can, I can, you know, get deeper into it. And, um, it just, you know, and just anything that's worthwhile, you know, takes a lot of effort and time. Right. So, yeah. And, uh, this is something that I've always wanted to do, you know, I just haven't mm-hmm. really done it to the, you know, <clears throat> a point where it's, it's even like, you know, me remotely meaningful in in building product that, um, until this year so but you know it's a um yeah it's a process and it's uh i mean i'm definitely enjoying it as much as i'm frustrated a lot of times and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm sticking to it for sure yeah this yeah 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 i i think yeah we initially started doing some javascript stuff and oh my goodness gracious that was just not good (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. There's just there's so many differences, so many like bad examples, different examples. It's just not a good place to start. And so we switched over to Swift. Mm-hmm. Um because it's not really changing that much, right? right? There's not there's not 40 different ways to do Swift. It's you open up Xcode and you write Swift code and you use Cocoa, right? right. So you know, makes it a little bit easier to understand what's going on and to learn yeah. to program than trying to do JavaScript. Yeah. And I think we wasted a little too much time trying to do that because it's just was, it was more confusing than helpful. Mm. So that being said, though, I, I still think that whatever whatever I picked up there eventually is going mm-hmm. to be helpful. And it's, it has already been helpful in picking up Swift in some way because a lot of yeah. syntaxes and the, the structure of the code and the idea behind it, it's kind of similar. So, yeah. um, it would have been it would have been better going the other way, right? right. Learn Swift and then go to JavaScript because, you know, with JavaScript there's like four different ways to like define a function, hmm. <laughs> and um, each are a different um, like kind of a shorthand for different scenarios, and you have to like understand those. And if you don't understand the underlying, um, the underlying uh, concepts, and like you know what a function is, what what's going on, you know, you return a function or you don't, depending on, you know, a myriad of things. And then you're trying to learn all those things and all the different syntaxes and the different differences between them. It's just, it becomes too confusing. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a hard time with JavaScript sometimes just because I, I know how to code. I know how to do all these things, but it gets stuck in um, all the little, the little shorthand details mm-hmm. that I just don't know because I haven't, I don't work with it on a daily basis. Mm. So I come across code it's like oh this one is a uh, uh open close parentheses not curly brackets which one was that uh yeah it's <laughs> i also yeah, think so if if you're going to start to learn to program um beyond you know adding two numbers together or changing you know like using jquery is fine mm-hmm. But if you want to learn programming and application development, I would definitely uh, go for something else. Yeah. To learn the basics and then move on to JavaScript and all its um, it's fast moving, uh, fast paced, uh, a lot of change going on all the time. So, also, you know, this is just sort of a, you know, beginner's standpoint in, in a lot of ways, but I also find Xcode to be very useful. You know, it, it seems to do a lot better with an you know, autocomplete and just not just a simple autocomplete, but also suggesting certain, you know, f- format or, you know, something, both something that I typed previously and also something in the, uh, you know, 
sort of a global pool of uh, coding uh, the class yeah. in, in, in a certain format, if then statement, all that, and then it spits out and it kind of gives me a hint, and then I don't, so I don't have to remember exactly, you know, every little things, but I can sort of yeah. get focus on the process and focus on focus on the uh, idea itself and not just uh, little details here and there. You know, I find that to be very useful, you know, and, um, you know, this is not to say, you know, other toolings are bad or anything. I just, I just find myself, at least to me as a, as somebody learning to program, um, you know, Xcode has a lot, a lot of useful things that, that I could take advantage of. Um, yeah, yeah. So. I, that's kind of the difference. Swift is a, what's called a strongly typed language. Mm -hmm. And that falls in the same category as like C++, C Sharp, um, Objective-C, Java is in the same category. Mm -hmm. um, those languages tend to have a, an integrated development mm -hmm. uh, environment, yeah. an IDE. Mm -hmm. Xcode's an IDE. And they can do a lot better job of providing those hints and and you know it's like it knows what an object is because of the you know static nature of the language mm. and if you uh, start working with python ruby javascript um those languages are dynamically typed languages and they you can actually open up the the objects and like make changes to them mm. So the IDE makers, it's it's a much, much harder problem to solve. And it takes a much more powerful computer, much more memory uh, in order to, you know, pull it off mm. to, to even be able to get down and help. So, yeah, um, starting with something that's statically typed like, you know, Swift on Xcode is definitely a good it's it's helpful because you don't have to memorize or use a reference in another window you just you type in your class name or your object hit the period and you get a drop down of all the things that apply to it so yeah yeah that's yeah, it's pretty cool yeah i definitely i'm definitely liking that um and it kind of reduces the uh cognitive load you know in my mind and i can yeah kind of focus on learning stuff and eventually you know i see enough of that and i know i can actually you know start remembering things you know because of it so mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah i def i'm definitely liking that uh workflow yeah and really at this point in time it's a matter of just you know daily continually building something mm. and it's always hard when you go, it's like I want to learn to code. Well, you have to say, uh, you have to you have to go and learn the basics. Then you've got to have a project. You got to you got to work towards an end result. Yeah, you can't just kind of play around because um, it just doesn't work. You know, you have to have a you have to have kind of an end goal. You know, that's why I guess there's a lot of like to do apps out there that you know people are like, oh, I'll write a to do app. <laughs> You know, and it's it's a simple enough idea, but it's also complex enough that, you know, it's it's not something you could do in an evening mm. um, when you're 
necessarily learning, right? Right. And trying to understand what's going on in the process. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's a that's a really good point, and I I really struggle with that because I tend to, I think I you know up to this point, one of my mistakes I've been realizing recently is that I I focused way too much on, you know, coding in itself in a way like instead of looking at okay why am i doing coding well it's not just to write code for the sake of writing code or or you know writing code to make an if and